0: And I need you more than want you. And I want you for old time. Did I say old time? I think it's all time. And the Wichita lineman is still on the line. Uh, fuck. Uh, welcome to Jed Banger's Ball. Uh, this is a new, uh, I shouldn't even do that song because, uh, that's a bit uh, That my buddy Matt used to do I think I never saw him do it He did it live at comedy In a stand-up performance I think Maybe once Maybe more than twice Maybe more than once I'm not sure But uh, I think that was his uh, Sort of Way to get in between To go from joke to joke Was to sing uh, Wichita Lineman I uh, believe the uh believe that's The Glenn Campbell version uh, Written by the one and only Jimmy Webb. So, uh, a little uh shout out to Matt and uh the Wichita linemen. Uh which I don't yeah, I guess there's still there still would be linemen uh for I guess for the internet now, but not for uh well, maybe for phone people have phone lines but in offices, uh Anyways, uh, yeah, this is, uh, Jed Banger's Ball, um, we are doing a new, uh, format here, so, I, uh, it's been fucking forever, and there's been a lot of shit going on, and I stopped doing the podcast just because I was so fucking busy with band stuff. I think we did a U.S. tour, and, uh, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, if you hear, like, uh, lawn, gardening, whatever in the background, that's just, that's LA, no one does their own gardening, Uh, I used to mow the lawn before I moved to LA, now a really nice man does it, Um, and I'm not, I don't have any money, I have zero money in my bank account, I have uh, about $23 in Bitcoin right now, which we'll talk about later, Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a while, Uh, I think uh, we did uh, two two zigzags tours, I think, a U.S. one in the fall, which all I remember, I don't remember fucking shit about that, except for that it was just really easy, uh, and then we went to Livingston, Montana, uh, which was a cool little, cool little town, and I have a, a real desire to go to Montana, just in, I love Montana, I have family from Montana, Italian sheep farmers, uh, that live in Great Falls, but, uh, I've always loved Montana. It's my favorite state to drive through and uh, kind of get lost. And you can go fishing. And there's nature. And there's sky. And the people are nice. And they're back to the land. But they're not too, like, gun-toting maniacs or whatever. Which I don't mind that either, you know. But a little bit can be uh, too much. It's kind of, you know, it's people are uh, pretty relaxed up there in Montana. But I don't, you know, I don't fucking go there in the wintertime. Fuck that. Um, so I think we did that tour. And then we did a European tour uh, that started in the beginning of March went to the beginning of April 33 shows 33 days uh, I don't even know what the fuck to say about it it was it was fantastic um, people came out to the shows the shows were great we had a really good time um, but I think we were a little fucking exhausted from not having any days off uh which kind of wore us down a little bit, and you know i everyone got sick uh at some point during the tour, but mostly you know like they would get sick for a day, like some sort of flu or like a stomach flu or something like you know like food poisoning or some sort of shit, or you know laying in bed sweating and freaking out for one night and then and then you know they'd be. Fine the next day or so. <clears throat> I got sick, uh, like the last 10 days of the tour, I think it was, maybe. I, I had some sort of fu- my fucking throat was like on fire. I was coughing constantly. I had a crazy headache. My body ached. It just felt like I had the fucking flu, uh, that would never end. And, you know, I thought, uh, I thought I was going to have to cancel some shows and go to the hospital, which, you know, is stressful when you're in Germany, uh, and we were playing in Leipzig, Germany, and I remember uh, we were staying at, we we stayed at this hostel uh, there, uh, part of this sort of cultural center, and, uh, fuck, I'm sorry for this fucking, it's probably some fucking leaf blower. Uh, we stayed at this hostel And I uh, I had the f- I was sick And so I went to the hostel first And the show was like at a, at a squat A famous squat I can't remember the fucking name of the place uh, Oh by the way I, 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 I wanted to allude to this at the beginning But I forgot The format now is the same as it ever was. I, I, I'm i not recording it in the studio, so I don't have the fucking theme song, and I don't know how to do any of that shit anyways. I'm trying to do this all on my own. So uh, cut me some slack. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm still going to interview people. I'm still going to get people going, but I just wanted to get the fucking thing moving again. And then Jess was like, oh, we'll get into that later, but Jess was like, you should just fucking rant or whatever you want to do and just to get it going and i said sure well, i'll fucking do that and then i started talking to somebody else and they were like well i'll listen to you rant or whatever so i was like all right if one one person wants to listen to it so anyways uh, where was i oh yes i, I didn't even mean to tell the story but uh I'm, i meant to get to the squat play the show i feel terrible i should not be fucking singing and i'm screaming my fucking guts out go back to the squat, I don't remember what the rest of the band did, if they like went out and partied or what, or I don't know, they came back really late at night, um and I remember them not being able to open the fucking door and me being fucking annoyed and so getting up in a fever dream covered in sweat to open the door for them um, and then when I wake up in the morning I wake up to the fucking German fucking guys, like, replaning, or whatever you call it, refinishing the wooden floors outside of my, uh, my, my room there, so, I fucking lose it, you know, I get out there, I'm just like, you cocksucker, what the fuck, I'll fucking grab that fucking oversized vacuum cleaner, whatever the fuck it is that you're using, and fucking throw it down the stairs, and these guys are looking at me, and they don't speak English, because they're, like, German guys, and they're, like, you know, blue-collar guys, and they probably don't really need to fucking speak English when they're refinishing floors in Germany. I don't know how many international conversations come up regarding that topic, but I'm fucking screaming at these guys, and, you know, I... Obviously, it's not their fault. They're just doing their job. But I'm telling them I'm going to throw their machinery down the stairs. So they go and get this lady who comes up. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm fucking sick. I'm fucking dying here. I'm like, these fucking assholes are fucking refinishing the floors. It's fucking 8 in the morning. She tells them to stop. Uh, Anyways, um, I think they gave us the room for free, which was, you know, fucking, it was like a 9-year-old fucking hostel. Um... And then, I went, I said to the band, I was like, I got it. the next show was Berlin, and we were looking forward to Berlin, because that's where our booking agent lives, shout out to Swamp Booking, Ricky, Marco, Italians living in Berlin, um, so we were really looking forward to the show, and we'd met, we'd had flown into Berlin, and we met all these really nice people there, and Sarah, who said, let us stay at her house, and so we were really looking forward to the show, And I'm like, I gotta fucking cancel the fucking show Because I'm fucking dying over here And then we decided that I should at least try to see a doctor Because we can't cancel the show And so I go and I see it's not a doctor It's another guy with fucking punk patches all over his fucking shit In a squat And, uh, squat And, uh, he, uh You know, takes my temperature and gives me like some fucking throat medicine and on uh, away we go and we did the rest of the fucking tour. Caleb saying, like, I think the next three or four shows, I tried not to sing. I would just lay in bed covered in sweat and then I would show up 15 minutes before we played and then I'd play the fucking show and then I'd go right back to the room. I don't even know how long that went on for. Too fucking long. But. Uh I'll we made it, got home, went to the doctor here, he said I had pneumonia, said he was formerly Lemmy's old doctor. I don't know if that's true. Um, but uh he kept that guy going long as he did, so uh I'll i I'll uh I'll trust him as far as my health is concerned. Uh, and then it took me about fucking... Another few weeks to feel like a normal human being again. And now I finally feel good. And I'll tell you what. The one uh, the one uh, bright side about all of this, though, is that I was able to quit smoking because of that. Not because I wanted to, but because I physically fucking had to smoke, uh, not smoke. I just, it hurt my fucking lungs too much to even smoking, I've been smoking for about uh, shit, 20, 22 years or something like that, since I was a kid. A lot of smoking. A lot of drinking. A little bit of fucking. Uh, but anyways, I got this app here. This is, this is, uh, Dane, uh, Dane told me to get this app, the drummer. Uh, he said, uh, smoke free. Um, so, so far, since I've Since I I haven't smoked in 74 days, 14 hours, I've saved $730 in cigarettes this year. That's not a lot for you real smokers out there. I'm like a, I'm like a, maybe like a pack a week kind of guy. But, you know, when you're on tour or you're playing fucking shows and you're sitting at the club for five hours before you play because you're headlining or whatever and the guy said that you need to be there for sound check at three and then the sound check guy didn't show up till six and so that's just three hours of fucking nothing so you start smoking and by the time you're done you've smoked well, a pack of cigarettes for me. You sometimes I smoke a pack of cigarettes because if if we're on tour and I, maybe I don't have to drive or we're someone else is driving or we're staying with somebody, then it's like after the show, you go there, and then you drink all night and you keep smoking, and you just keep smoking and smoking. So uh this app, it's called what's it called? Smoke Smoke Free, I think it's called. It's called Smoke Free. So far, uh, I've this year I'll save seven hundred and thirty dollars. Um, and since I quit smoking, I have not smoked 373.1 cigarettes. And then, uh, the only thing I don't like, okay, yeah, so time, smoke-free, 74 days, 14 hours. It's almost, that's, uh, what is that? It's like two and a half months. Pretty good. The only thing I don't like is the life regained. Uh, it says I've regained 447 hours of my life. See, I don't want the fucking regain the life. I d I'd like feeling better, but I don't I, w- I don't want to I don't want any more life. I, I mean, a little bit like a normal one. I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to break any fucking records here. I I just want to feel really good for the shor- for the shortest amount of time possible. That's that's where that's where I'm at. So uh, so yeah. If you wanna stop smoking uh get a weird lung infection that Lemmy's doctor will say is pneumonia. went to another doctor since then to get some other shit. He said I probably didn't have pneumonia but and I'll trust Lemmy's doctor what the hell it sounds cooler to have pneumonia, but I will tell one story uh back before the sickness before uh before we were tired when we were having a good old time uh i think it was maybe the it was the first week of the tour uh i think about the 6th or 7th show and we were in brussels And brussels if you've uh if you've ever been to brussels it's it's kind of driving into brussels is fuck i'd never been to brussels it's amazing uh reminded me of uh like it'd be like in like in a, one of those new uh new uh Daniel Craig James Bond movies, you know, like there's like really cool architecture and it's very like modern. Um but uh, you know, it, it uh, also has a bunch of like cool like they could run through like a fucking uh old church or something if they wanted to too, but then they could have a meeting at like a really like fucking modern building or like at a, like a cool like restaurant. Um You know, it's got, uh, it's one of those European cities where it's got like the, it's got the old and the new, like it's very, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think where else has that, Um, because there's not like, a lot of those places like Amsterdam, and there's not that, like, Brussels has that like real, like, kind of like international business kind of vibe, uh, or like, you know, action, action movie. Anyways, so we go to Brussels. And, uh, we go to the club, and, uh, it was called, like, fuck, Madame Mustache or something, Mustache Club or something like that. And, uh, we get there, and, and the place is cool, and, uh, we're in a really cool part of town, and we walk around, and we go to this, like, uh, craft beer bar, because that's where Caleb always wants to go, is to the craft beer bar. So we go there, and we get a bunch of, like, really amazing, um... Like Belgian beers, and I'm not an expert on the ship, but uh, uh, a, a, a label called like Cantillon, I think, was the name of the beer or the the brewery, and uh, we had some fruit beers and a bunch of sours and like wild yeast beers and really fucking you know good shit. Um, to me it kind of tastes like kombucha, but you know whatever. Uh, so we go back to the club, and there's some not a ton of people there, but it's a good crowd, um, there's a couple people that seem a little rowdy, um, they're a little excited to see the zigzags, um, which, uh, I don't know what the fuck it is, but, uh, we always have, there's always those fucking three guys that haven't left their fucking house for God knows when, I haven't left the basement or whatever, they're just sitting there smoking weed and playing video games and waiting for mom to cut the fucking crust off of the peanut butter and jelly so that they can have lunch. When those guys come out, it's always, you know, it can go one of two ways. Like, they can be really friendly and nice and hang out after the show and ask you a bunch of questions, or they can be, like, the fucking, like, kind of more aggro dudes that just, like, are, like, let off the fucking chain, and then they go crazy in the pit, and then they're standing up front, beating the shit out of each other this happened in norway too and i'll I'll talk about that later but i'll get to maybe that that was during i was sick and i'll tell that next time um but they're up front and they're beating the shit out of each other and the rest of the audience the rest of the crowd and all the women and everyone else like the normal fucking people are like pressed against the fucking wall far, as far away from us as they possibly, I mean, we're loud anyways, you know, so I don't, I don't mind when people step back and I hate it when bands like fucking, can you come closer, please come closer, we, I, I, it, it helps us if you come closer because, I don't know, you know, fuck that shit, it's like if you want to get the people to come closer, you just fucking rock out, but for us, when you got three guys just fucking beating the shit out of each other, I don't know if you know, anyone else wants to come closer. I certainly would not. I, I don't, I don't go closer for any, uh, uh, 37 years old, I'm not going closer to, closer to the band. I'm going closer to my car or my, or the Uber driver that comes and says, uh, Jadida, and then I go, yeah, that's me. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, the guys are beating the shit out of each other. Some guy the guys just—I didn't think it was that bad. I've—I've I've seen a lot worse. Um, but uh, I think we got to the encore. This is—I'm just setting the tone of the evening right now. Uh, the show is fine. We got to the encore. The guys screaming for us to play magic. Uh, Caleb doesn't want to play magic because he so is like, "Fuck this guy." Let's not play the song for him. Which you know I. I understand that, you know, that's fine, but uh, my my argument was that we were, you know, we'd never played Brussels before, these guys paid their money, they want to hear the fucking song, so let's just play the fucking song, and maybe it's going to be less of a problem if we play the song than if we don't play the song, and so now we're arguing on stage about whether or not to play the fucking song, and we end up playing the song, and, you know, everybody goes kind of crazy, or what, and, you know, the everybody, the three fucking guys go crazy, and then, you know, this show's over, and blah, 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 it's fine, and, you know, on to the next. So, uh, we're staying up above the club, uh, we're, um, sleeping there above it, like in another apartment or whatever, and the thing is, a lot of these places in Europe, when you play the show, as soon as it's over, it turns into, like, a fucking dance party, you know, like, like, they DJ, like, they have DJs, and people dance, and so, you know, there's probably, like, I don't know, 40, 50 people there to see us, and then as soon as our show's over, I go outside to smoke a cigarette, when I used to do that, and, um, there's, like, a fucking line of, like, hundreds of people around the block waiting to get in so that they could dance, waiting for us to get done playing so that they can finally dance, because uh, they want to hear... Modern Rock and roll and garage rock But not us But they want to dance So um, I go out there And then I go back upstairs And I'm just thinking to myself You know I mean this thing's gonna go all night too It's gonna go till like 6 in the morning Is what they do I don't think the bar closes They just dance all fucking night And uh, Go upstairs and I can just hear the music And I'm just like fuck man First off I'm thinking like Somebody fucking starts a fire in the building downstairs, it's just gonna fucking rage up to where we're sleeping and kill us, and there's no fucking way to get out of there unless I jump out, jump out of a three-story building onto a cobblestone street and break my neck. So I'm like, you know, fuck it, let's uh, let's go get a beer. So uh, Dane and I and Jason, his buddy who was with us uh, selling merch, decide we're gonna go get a beer, get a drink. Uh, walk around and see the city cuz i'm just i can't fucking sleep you know it's it's like you know you can't sleep after the show that easily unless you're in like a really nice fucking hotel or it's comfortable or something like that or girlfriends there so uh we start walking around Caleb and Alex the tour managers stayed at the apartment we were walking around we went and, um first off like everyone out is like friday night in brussels everybody's on the street everybody's fucking hammered Um, there's like a guy selling caipirinhas out of a truck, um, and, uh, caipirinha is like, a uh, I've been to Portugal before, so I know what it is because it's like a Brazilian drink and it's like a rum, sugar, lime juice kind of thing, like a, like a mojito or something, but it's with, uh, cachaça, which is this like sort of insane, like high alcohol kind of rum thing. So, we got, like, three caipirinhas, you know, and we're walking and we're drinking and we're having a really good time. It's a weekend and no one's sick. We got good energy. And so, we're walking down the street and some fucking guy throws a fucking beer glass at us. And, uh, for, I don't know why. And he's, like, laughing. He's just fucked up, I guess, you know. But we didn't, it didn't hit us and we didn't give a shit. So, we just kept walking, you know, Normally. I don't know, maybe here so If someone threw a beer glass at me here I might fucking do something But I was like, yeah, whatever I'm in Brussels, you know So we kept walking And we get to another bar And um, we're sitting there drinking And uh, they had, a, like, a statue Like, you know, like Here, you couldn't have this fucking statue this is, this is the thing that's crazy, too Is, like, everyone always says, like, how You know, America's, like, racist And blah, blah, blah Which, you know, everybody is But, uh, over there, there's, like, you know, in Holland, they have, like, the Zwarte Piet thing, and then, like, this thing, it's, like, they got, like, a fucking, uh, I guess you call it, like, a lawn jockey, but it was, like, a life-size black man with, like, red, you know, the big red lips and all that shit, like, in the bar, uh, as a mascot or something, I don't know, you know, like, uh, decoration. So we were just kind of like fuck man that's pretty gnarly that's intense you know um so i don't know jason was like trying to take a picture of it or something like that to send to a friend and be like yeah look, you know here we are intolerant <laughs> tolerant western Europe. um but the bar tent the bar manager the guy got pissed off for taking a photo and threw us out or something like that. i don't know i don't understand i think uh, also i think our accents just pissed everybody off over there, in, in Belgium, maybe, maybe not so many other, but Antwerp was great by the fucking way, Antwerp's fucking amazing, um, so then we, we, we go outside, we ask these girls, like, hey, is there another bar, they're like, yeah, go to this place, it's down the street, start walking down there, um, we couldn't find the fucking place, so we just went into some random bar, and this was kind of the opposite, it was like, it was like, almost like a, I think it was like a, seemed like a african like but almost like maybe maybe it was like a gay bar or something like that I'm not really sure it just was like real disco-y and you know people were dancing with each other and it was totally cool and like we just we were just like fuck we just wanted to drink so we just sat at the bar and uh, started doing shots of tequila drinking beers um, and then Dane and I went to go smoke a cigarette outside and the next thing I know, Jason and this other guy come fucking just barreling out of the door, grabbing each other, fucking screaming at each other, pushing, shouting. There's a lot of, you know, uh, different accents going on. Um, these other guys come over and they get involved. And I, I'm i assuming these guys are like, I mean, they're like African dudes, um, uh, you know, uh, they have like a, the kind of the African accent. I don't know where they were from. You know, obviously, I didn't get. I didn't get. I didn't ask them that question. Um, but they were getting involved. But they, you know, everyone was being cool. They were being cool. We were being cool. Like we didn't know what was going on. We just know that our buddies like in this kind of like, you know, like what do they call it? Like a clinch when the boxers are just like holding each other and they're like holding their shirt really tight and they're screaming in each other's faces and like oh, I'm gonna do this and then but like no no one's like throwing any punches or anything and uh we're just trying to like break it all up and their friend we're talking to their friends we're like hey hey no it's cool like you know we're sorry like blah, blah blah I don't know what's going on you know and so we get it all kind of broken up and jason seems cool and he's talking to this guy and everybody seems pretty mellow and then i don't know somebody says something and then again everybody runs into each other and starts doing that fucking thing like i'm going to fucking kill you and you know, We get it broken up again, and then... I don't remember exactly what happened, but... Somebody took someone's beer or slapped someone's fucking beer out of their hand. One of ours, not... We didn't do that, we didn't do that. But then it was, like, on. So Jason starts fucking punching this dude, and they're beating the shit out of each other in the street. And Dane and I look at each other like... Like, are we doing this? And... He's like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, fuck it, you know, and so then we just start swinging, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty drunk, but I'm also like, uh, I'm, I'm also pretty conscious of the fact that we, you know, we've only been a week over here, and we still got, uh, another 25 fucking shows, or whatever it is, 27 shows, and that I don't want to break my hand, or I don't want to go to jail, um... And fuck up the whole tour because we spent a lot of money and a lot of time getting here. And I've canceled two European tours already for various reasons. And so I'm trying not to get, like, too fucking insane. And I'm trying not to get punched. And I'm trying not to, like, punch too many people because I... So I'm just trying to, like, pull people off of people. Um, But I did have to, like, punch someone a couple times. Uh, nah, shit happens. Um and finally it gets kind of like dispersed. Oh, I know what happened. We heard the fucking uh the siren. I heard fucking police siren so we we're like, let's get the fuck out of here. I don't want to go to jail. So, we're running down the street, um uh we get, like, a block away, and then Jason's like, I gotta stop, like, I can't breathe, like, hold on. We're like, fuck that, we gotta go. He's like, no, I need to breathe. they are like, fucking, we gotta fucking get the fuck out of here, because there's fucking cops coming, and we just, like, got in a fight with a bunch of dudes, and we're, like, American dudes with our passports back at the fucking uh, club or whatever. <laughs> He's like, no, fuck that. And I'm, I just remember, uh, I, look, I looked back, and, uh... I'll just say we won the fight, um... <laughs> I look back and there was like a few dudes just like laid out in the street. So I don't know. Um, I'm not proud of it, uh, but uh, you know, Dan and I the next day we were like, yeah, it was fucked up, but uh, a little fun, you know. Put put the cell phone down for a, fi- a few minutes, you know, and kick some ass. Uh, getting to punch someone from another <laughs> punch somebody from another country. Every once in a while. That's living, you know? Uh, I remember when I used to be alive and when we all used to be alive and we weren't looking at our fucking phones. We were just drunkenly beating the shit out of each other. Um, I guess that's what happened though, uh, the next day when we kind of all came to, um, uh, I guess one of the guys had stolen Jason's cell phone, so that's why he was rightfully pissed off. Um, but, uh, I said no more fighting on the tour um i did well i'll get into it next time i did have to shove some a few people at a few shows but that's just that's just more like trying to keep the peace um okay so yeah that's uh that's part of the tour stories for now uh what's going on now um well uh it was Jess my uh, lovely girlfriend's birthday uh this weekend, June tenth. So we went up to the uh Wachika festival in Sonoma at the Gundlach Boonshoe Winery, which you've never if you've never been to, it's uh it's probably the only uh festival that I enjoy going to these days. It's it's very uh adult or whatever. It's mellow, you know, it's it's in a beautiful winery. And um the bands are good and uh, the people are chill, and it's like there's I think they cap it at like I don't know how many people, but there's not a lot of people there, and you can kind of like go from stage to stage. And uh, uh, we, we went surfing on the way up. Um, I think my fucking surfboard is waterlogged, so if anyone knows how to fix that, I mean, or to tell, I know they're gonna like weigh it. Like, I'm not gonna fucking weigh it, I don't know how to weigh a surfboard. Um, but I'm going to take it to the place that made it cause I, they're out in the valley and I'm going to see if the, if they can just tell by looking at it, um, or whatever, however they, t- I don't know, they cut a hole in it and water pours out. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but we went surfing and it was pretty choppy. We went to Sea street in Ventura and you know, we're not, we're, we're, we're not that good. So we're just kind of on the outside, but, uh, The waves we did catch, someone was always on them and, you know, uh, wasn't that great. But then we continued on and then, who knew, but episode one of Jed Banger's Ball, guests Lance and Liz from Permanent Records, they texted us and they said, where are you guys? What are you doing? And we said, ah, we're driving from Ventura to Sonoma for this wine festival. And they said, hey, we're staying at the Madonna Inn. In San Luis Obispo, and we have a, an extra bed. So we said, sure. And we went there and we met them. And uh, uh, we, uh, my friend uh, Lars from the intelligence, his sister lives out there. So I texted her and asked her where to eat. And she gave us some fancy restaurant, but we were kind of more in the pizza and beer uh ah, that that's my foot cracking. Uh, pizza and beer mode. And so we went and did that. And we went and got we went to what the fuck is it? I think it's a Ralph's out there um by the Madonna Inn. I went there to get beer after we after we ate and uh I was looking for the beer and I couldn't find the beer except for I could find like all these loose cans everywhere and uh I said to the guy, "Where's the beer?" and he said, "Oh, you just um." Uh, you can make your, you can create your own six pack. And I was like, yeah, I just want to fucking, I don't want to think, you know, I just want a like a six pack of anchor steam or something like that. He's like, well, the beer's over there. And I was like, cool. Thanks. He's like, don't you want to create your own six pack? I was like, no, I don't want to create my own fucking six pack. Like this, I'm not a, 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 I'm not on an adventure here or this isn't a game, sir. Um, but then he just. I felt any... I saw the look in his eye and I felt bad. So I went over there and created my, my own six-pack, which, of course, I ended up with a watermelon gose. they call it. I call it ghost. Go, ghost? I always said it was ghost, but it's... Apparently, it's a gozay, which means it's um, brewed with salt. Yeah. Which I thought Kolsch was uh, brewed with salt, but uh, I don't know. Let me know which one of those is brewed with salt. Anyways... Went back to the house, uh, the house, the Madonna Inn, Uh, Lance and Liz were in the Sir Walter Riley room, which is uh, apparently uh, the guy that made smoking popular in England, Um, and then we were in, like, a golf room, I was hoping it was like a Caddyshack themed room with fucking bug-eyed Rodney Dangerfield uh, staring at you while you slept but no it was just like you know Arnold Palmer and shit like that um but that was nice so then we went from there and we went to the uh we got in we got into the winery the next day and 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 so we know the uh, my friend Eric uh from the Fruit Bats is one of the organizers of the festival so uh and then uh, there's, there's a guy named Jeff that owns the place, and then a guy named Britt who does Folk Yeah, and I, we didn't get to talk to them this time, but thank you guys so much for having us. But uh, th- they hooked us up, so we got to drive the van right. We've been doing this for years now, and I hope it lasts forever, and I, maybe I shouldn't say anything. but um, uh, We get to drive the van right up to the artist's like, artist. The parking situation, and then we, and then it's like free wine and food and stuff for all weekend long. And so we just dr- walk to the house. There's a little house there. You get the wine. Um, we saw Beachwood Sparks play. I hadn't seen those fucking guys forever. I saw um, Brent Ratamaker and Farmer Dave. Talk to them. I hadn't seen them since like well, I'd seen them down here in LA, but uh, you know, uh, I remember them so fondly from my days at. Sub Pop in Seattle. Um, I have a lot of... Really, I'm sure anyone, people probably have better Farmer Dave stories than I do, but I have some ones that I hold near and dear to my heart. Um, so we saw them, and then we saw Hair and Oblivion played, um, which was cool because we uh, Zigzags had just played with Feral Ohms, which is Ethan Miller from... Feral Ohm's and Heron Oblivion And formerly Comments on Fire And also Noel was in Comments on Fire And he's in Heron Oblivion now with Meg Baird And I'm sorry I can't remember the other guy's name Off the top of my head But he was from Sunburn ugh, Ahead, Assembled Head and Sunburst Sound And they're a great band Heron uh, Oblivion is really amazing um, One of my Favorite uh, Newer bands um, But they're just really great players And it was so good to see them and we saw... Who else was there? Uh, just Tiffany Anders, who was on one of the podcasts, was there. And our friend Jessica Spolita was there. Derek James was there. Andy Kavik from Vetiver was there. There was all sorts of people there. Um, that It's always nice to see them. Um, so yeah, we hung out there for a couple of days. And then, oh yeah, then the next day was Jess's birthday. And we hung out there all day long and saw the bands. Um, and we saw... Uh, I'd never seen Cave Singers before And they were really cool And Derek Who I knew from Seattle Because he was in The Murder City Devils uh, Was playing guitar And I had never seen him Play guitar Outside of Did he play guitar In Pretty Girls Makes Graves Or did he play bass I don't know He was playing acoustic guitar So I had never seen him play And he was a fucking Great guitar player So that was cool And they were cool Um cool um, And then so then it was Jess's birthday, and Derek was, James, was DJing the after, the, the Wachika after, it's the, did I say it was Wachika, Wachika is the name of the festival, the Wachika after party um, at some bar, uh, and I was like, yeah, let's go to that, and then I was like really jazzed up, and then by the time it was time to go there, I'd had too many Demenors, uh, which is the white wine that they're famous for at the Goon Boon Goon Lock Boon Shoe uh, Cosmic Twang was playing which is <laughs> Eric told me is I think it's Phil Lesh's band um, but uh, without Phil Lesch so there was no Phil Zone um, but I was in my own zone from drinking the Governe's Demeanors and did not really want to leave the beautiful winery to find a bar in downtown Sonoma but it was Jesse's birthday, and our friends Amy, Joe, and Jesse were there. And so we thought, you know, we should, we should, and we should go support Derek, and he's DJing, and let's do the thing. And then it was a fucking pain in the ass trying to get an Uber out of there, and we stole someone's cab. And then you know how like uh, you wanted—I don't know, maybe you don't. I, you, for me, it's like for me. Uh, I'd listen to Bill Burr's podcast a lot, and I'm kind of stealing the format here. I love that joke he does. The for me, thing I don't want to do it. Um, but, uh, I'll do that thing where I think something's a really good idea and I'm gonna go there and do the thing, but then when I actually have to do it, I'm really pissed off and don't really want to do it, and so by the time I get somewhere, I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to go, if, I'm ready, like, if I go see a band or something, and by the time I've gotten my fucking pants on and gotten in the car and gone there and had a couple drinks, I'm ready to go home and fucking... Get ready for the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So uh so we get there and I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to be here, and I'm fucking hammered and I'm tired and the dog's back in the van. We took the dog, Fonzie. I'm surprised he's not barking right now. Um so uh you know, I'm trying to be cool and then we start dancing a little bit, you know, and then 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 I start getting pissed off and telling Jess I want to leave, and then she's like, Why are you mad at me? and And we do the same thing that, uh, we always do, which is she goes, why are you mad at me? And then I go, why? Why am I mad at you? Why? Why would I be mad at you? Because I don't even know why I'm fucking mad, except for I'm just drunk. Anyways, we got out of there. I don't remember much after that, except for we woke up in the van the next day, and, you know, I was like, how bad was I? She said, you were all right, you apologized, and I was like, okay, good, I hope you had a good birthday, sorry. Um... And then we left, and then we went and saw Jess's parents in Oakland, and then we drove down, and we stopped again in Ventura, and and surfed at Mondos, and it was really, like, I don't know what the fuck you call it, I'm not, like, i am only been surfing for a little while, so I don't know the exact terms, um, uh, but I do, I do know that guys yell at me a lot, because um, I'm in their way, or, I don't know, or, um, but, uh, the water was like, it's a water. The, the surf was, like, uh, it was just breaking constantly. Like, there was, like, a million small waves, like, breaking constantly, constantly, constantly. So, you could never really get past where the waves were breaking. They were breaking super far out and just breaking, like, constantly, like, little tiny ones. Um, so, you could never get super far out. Like, and wherever you were, you were constantly dealing with waves breaking. I don't know how to fucking describe it. But, um... It was really hard to get in the right spot, and then, but we finally did, and we. And the water was fucking warm, so that was nice. So we got in there and we, slipped around a little bit just to wear ourselves out enough uh, to sleep, in another bed. Uh, went back to the, Ojai Rancho Inn, which is our go-to. place I'm like, I'm advertise Ojai Rancho Inn, for the finest in, L.A. hipster getaways. Um, we went to the Ojai Rancho Inn. And we watched the fucking... uh Got to watch the last game of the finals, which was a good game. I still... I don't want to... It's who... You don't need my opinion other, other than, like... I just fucking... I just feel like it's like... I feel like the Golden State Warriors are like the fucking rich kids in uh the sandlot, you know? Where it's like they got the uniforms and they got... All, but then those guys actually get beat. So, I don't know. That's a terrible analogy. But, uh... I don't know. I just hate watching... I hate watching, uh, LeBron or, like, the best, I hate watching the best player lose, you know, uh, because he doesn't have the, the other guys like, uh, like Golden State has, whatever, anyways, watched that, and then, uh, got up the next morning and surfed again at Mondos, and it was, uh, a little bit better, but like I said, I don't know if my fucking, uh, board is waterlogged, first off, it's a really fucking heavy surfboard to begin with, which I, I think is good, but, uh, it feels like it's heavier and heavier all the time, and it feels like it's slower, and I don't know if maybe I'm slower, but I was, for a couple of weeks that I was fucking killing it, and now it's like I can't even, I can't even paddle, um, anyways, uh, let's see, what else, what else, what else, oh, uh, I went to, uh, we went to a, this is a stupid story. We went to the coffee shop uh, in Paso Robles, and uh, the lady at the counter. I said Jess was ordering like a latte. I just I only drink coffee in the morning because um, after that it fucks up my stomach. Or but sometimes if I know I'm not gonna go to dinner with anyone or see anybody, I'll drink some coffee later. If I know I'm gonna be like around like a toilet, you know, and I, if I have my own space or you know, or if it's just me and Jess, and then you know I, I'm not embarrassed around her, so, you know, have have an emergency, Um, so uh, she gets a coffee, and I get the same thing I always get, which is the uh, espresso on ice, uh, just like a single shot, I'm I'm not trying to get crazy here, and uh, I say to the lady, I'll have an espresso on ice, she doesn't really acknowledge me, and I just go, uh, espresso, but on ice, and she kind of looks like she got she got the espresso part you know like obviously but uh, didn't really go like uh-huh you know I got it or whatever just I don't know she turns around and then she gives me the coffees and Jess has a latte and then I have a fucking hot espresso and then uh, there's a fly in the room now um, I go oh I wanted the espresso on ice and she goes oh we don't do espressos on ice and I go do you got a cup of ice so she hands me a cup of ice, and I pour the fucking espresso on it. I go, now you do, and I walked out. I thought that was pretty, pretty good, pretty cool. Um, and then, well, uh, oh, that's it. Um, that's it for this <laughs> this episode of uh, Jed Banger's Ball. I don't want to. I don't want to keep you on here for uh, too long. Um, uh, oh wait, no, no, I do want to keep you on here for one second. If anyone wants to fucking um, uh, tell me how to use Bitcoin. That'd be great. Um, I bought some Bitcoin. Um, I bought twenty five dollars worth of Bitcoin, and over the just as a test, you know, and over the course of the uh, week, I have this little app where I can follow my Bitcoin, and I basically it goes up. It basically Bitcoin is worth like twenty seven hundred dollars right now. Kind of the that's the what do they call that? The mean, the median. The average, Uh, but it goes up between like 20, or it goes to like 3,000 and then it'll go back down to 2,400 and then it goes back up to 27 and usually it goes to like 3,000 at like the end of the night and then it goes back down to 2,400 during the day and then halfway through the day it's at 2,700. Let's uh, fucking look at it right now. Here, I'm going to look at the fucking thing right now. Who's texting me? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see what is that so right now let's look at my Bitcoin wallet my Bitcoin wallet is only worth fuck it's only worth $22.69 which means I lost like two and a half bucks and the Bitcoin has gone down $171 since yesterday and it's gone down $22 since an hour ago. And it's gone down $216 overall since last week. But now it's at twenty-five fifty-five. So right, yeah. So like kind of around early daytime. And then later on it's going to go up like to maybe $3,000. So what if I... What if at the end of the night I always sell the fucking $3,000 Bitcoin and then in the morning I buy... 2400 dollars worth of bitcoin or 27 or whatever and then I make 300 dollars a day. That's what I'm going to do. So you tell me, you tell me why I'm wrong. You tell me, mister, you tell me why I'm fucking wrong. All right. Um okay. I think that's it for the podcast for now. Um we're going to have some guests on. We're going to I'm just going to try to fucking do this every week and if you like it, tell me if you think it's fucking stupid. Tell me that, too. Um, Zigzags have a bunch of shows coming up. Um, I'm going to tell you the ones that are announced. June 30th, we will be at the Etney Skate Park in Lake Forest, California. That's an all-ages event. I think it starts around 6. Uh, there's going to be food. There's going to be beer for the dads. There's going to be... Dads. Um, there's going to be sodas for the kids. There's going to be skate parking. There's going to be music... There's, like, three other bands playing here. I can look right now and see and tell you who the fuck else is playing this fucking thing. Uh, shit. Where is it? Uh, okay, there we go. Oh, ooh. I got a lot of likes on this. Zigzags, Blyvet, Kevin Nichols, and Robber. And that's, uh, June 30th at 6 p.m. It's free in all ages. Oh, skate members get in free. Hmm. I don't know. It says free. I don't know. Um... (laughs) After that, the next day, we're in Long Beach at 4th and Vine with our friend Skindrips, who moved here from Austin, and Halfbreed, who I'm very excited about. I found these guys on Instagram. They're like this like teenage Mexican thrash band. Um, so I'm very excited to play with them. Um, they look cool. Uh, they look like uh, what I... What I think I look like, which I know I don't, um, besides the Mexican part, um, but just they got, like, the fucking white high tops, and they got the tight pants, and they got the fucking thrash metal jean jackets, and they got the cool hair, um, and I have a squatty potty, uh, anyway, so that's, uh, July 1st at 4th and Vine, July 1st, July 1st at 4th and Vine. Um, and then July 2nd, the next day, it's like a fucking three-day weekend. I don't know how we how this worked out, but uh, I'm glad to bang them all out at once here, because Jesus fucking Christ. Um, i got to get a job. Uh, July 2nd is the Dirty Penny Festival, which is uh, Dirty Laundry and Penneback Records annual festival. I think this is the... Second or third one, um, but the shrine is playing. I can just fucking look and see who's playing at this fucking thing, too. Hold on. The shrine. Ah, cocksucker. I hate fucking phones. Uh, the shrine. Deep Valley. Plague Vendor. Mike Watt. Mike Watt. Uh, Star Crawler, who I'm excited to see. Flatworms, who I'm very excited to see. I've never seen them before. Girl Pusher. I hope that's. Uh, that doesn't sound very PC in 2017. There's another band called Clit Cat, which also uh, Walking the Line, Jurassic Shark, and many, many more. That's July 2nd at the Echo and the Echoplex. That's an all-day thing, and that is all ages as well. Thank fucking Christ. Good to play some all ages shows. I, I wish we could play more. I wish. Well, it's just it's difficult. Because uh, no one can sell any fucking... Sometimes people can't sell any beer, and then it's hard to get the money, and then it's hard to get a band to tour, tour out there. Uh, I think I covered it all there. Okay, so anyways, I'm trying to fucking get a JedBangersBall at gmail.com email address. I can't figure it out. I can't figure out fucking shit on the computer. Um, but if you want to write me right now with a, you know any topics or questions, write into That's Not Mayo... T-H-A-T-S-N-O-T-M-A-O at gmail.com. That's not Mayo. Um, and uh, it's a fucking email I set up a long time ago as a joke, um, but it still works. So write me there. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm going to fucking, uh, now i got to, this is the first one I've done this is the other thing it's like I'm trying to do this shit on my own I don't have it on a studio anymore I'm recording this on a Zoom R16 and you know and then I'm just transferring the fucking file onto my computer and then I'm gonna hopefully upload it onto iTunes with the other Jedbangers balls so if you um hear this then it's been a fucking success so uh yeah thanks for listening and I'll see you next time oh it's uh yeah fuck it whatever see ya